Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. You'll turn with me to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Matthew, Mark, Luke chapter 1. Look at your neighbor, tell them, don't wait till Easter to come back to church. Thank you. Luke chapter 1. We have a church tomorrow. Amen. 12 noon. Luke chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. You may be seated. I want to preach uh, tonight using as a subject, what about me? Would you just look up at God and just shout out loud, what about me? One of the highlights of this year was when our community came to understand that two-time Olympic champion Brittany Griner was savagely imprisoned in a Russian penal colony had been duly released after stewing for 10 months. We were in mid-clap and cheer when the commentator came back after the commercial and read a statement from the brother of Paul Whelan, who was apparently beyond disgruntled that President Biden didn't trade for his sibling, whom he conveniently forgot was left there by the Trump administration. While he felt slighted, he was slow to acknowledge that the difference is quantum in so much as Paul was not only dishonorably discharged from the Marines, but was found in possession of four different passports and suspected of espionage. While Brittany was guilty only of possession of cannabis oil. Paul's brother was claiming abandonment and neglect while forsaking accountability and recompense. Friends, you cannot play the victim if you are the perpetrator of the violation. There's an acute difference between feeling overlooked and being overlooked. Actually, one of the most insidious emotions an individual will ever have to contend with 
is that of being overlooked. Nobody wants to be the central character in Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man or treated as unseen while completely present or being unheard so you are forced to raise your voice while inside. You remember when the prophet Samuel rang the bell of Jesse's house in search of a replacement for Saul. All of the sons were lined up as potential candidates, but the oil wouldn't flow for any of them. After prodding, they had to confess that there was another son out in the field, and his name was David. As it turns out, he was the one designated, even though he had been discriminated. Although he got the position, it had to have pounded him in his chest that his family didn't even perceive him as a possibility. Maya Angelou, in one of her last interviews, lamented that nobody in her family had ever read her books. Do you know what it's like to be happy about your career? but hurt that your family doesn't recognize it. I want you to lift your hand. I want to speak the first blessing over you for 2023. That this will be the year your family finally sees you. That they will see your call, they will see your gift, they will see your talent, they will see your intellect, they will see your prowess, they will see your greatness. You will not have to hide the legitimacy of who you are to your own family. Those of you who believe it, I want you to clap your hands even now. It's frustrating and maddening melded into one. You are determined to break the spell of forever the bridesmaid and never the bride. You actually have a personality only to find out that people are drawn to those who are boring. You go out of your way to make everyone feel included, but your invitations only come as an afterthought. People seem to alienate you because you are undeniably interesting. And being interesting makes you annoying. You got to stop yourself from trying too hard for people who give zero effort. They know that you are talented. They know you have a skill and they try to act like there is something wrong with you when in reality it is them who is deficient. I want them to throw me the ball, but not at the cost of me playing myself. This year, I will not audition for a role I was born to play. 
in this season of my life I am comfortable in my own skin and those who don't like it will be sunburned I will no longer apologize for the greatness that comes out of my pores because what they don't realize is in the pandemic I found out how to be comfortable alone I don't need a whole lot of people ringing my phone in my house going out I learned how to entertain myself and no I'm not crazy I'm not off I just have security with the gift that God has given me I can't tell you how much I felt for the wife of Jacob who I was introduced to in Genesis she is the oldest but she's handled like she's the least the scriptures are quick to talk about her eye but never talk about her brain never talk about her heart she would, should have gotten married first but everybody only paid attention to the silhouette of her sister's skirt her manipulative father has to con somebody in order to pawn her off to add insult to injury I let you sleep with me knowing you really didn't want me I'm with you but I feel like I am by myself I'm scared that y'all not going to be honest and raise your hand and so I'm going to talk to you right now. May you receive many relationships where you are actually worshipped. Y'all ain't saying nothing that people adore just the privilege of being in your presence. You don't even realize that you are doing yourself a favor with being with somebody like me. You will only get a me once in a lifetime. Don't play yourself and make the biggest regret of your life and end up with somebody who is a third class imitation cheap knockoff of who I really am because once I shut the door there's never any coming back I done changed the lock and put on an ADT alarm system I know my value 2014 in 2014 a study was done comparing the psychological damage done to employees in the workplace by bullying and exclusion they arrived at the conclusion hear this that being ignored is more harmful to emotional well-being than being mistreated y'all just missed what I said I better say it again being ignored is worse for your mental state than being mistreated there are hotlines for those who suffer from domestic violence but you can't even get an altar call for those who've got to contend with the withholding of affection. I got to negotiate for you to touch me. 
I got a second guess. Is something wrong that you don't even want to lay beside me? It's one thing to find the strength to get past not being put in the game by a coach, not getting a call from your adult children, being slighted for a raise from your supervisor, never receiving a ring from a suitor, not being included in a text thread, or trying to facilitate just getting a hug while at home. How much more shattering is it to be, to be ignored by the Almighty? I can handle you not talking to me. But God ain't saying nothing. I can understand you not wanting to hold my hand. But I ain't felt God in a long time. I can't hear nobody. It's one thing to be ignored by family and friends, but to be ignored by God. And if anybody knows better than most, it's the preacher's wife, Elizabeth, who we bump into in Luke chapter one. She spent her entire life working at the church and supporting her husband. She encapsulates all of the attributes of the virtuous woman that we find in Proverbs 31. It's almost a selfie in landscape mode of her walk with God. Because even verse six says she's righteous and blameless. But before we can throw her a ticker tape parade, Verse number seven slaps her in the face because it announces she is the one who was unable to conceive. It is not her husband. We have no idea what's going on with Elizabeth. We don't know whether she has pelvic inflammatory disease, whether she has an infection of the uterus, whether she has complications of the fallopian tubes whether she has an irregular cycle, whether she has an ovulation disorder, whether she has matured eggs, whatever the issue is, God shouldn't have left her with that to deal with. She's been faithful and the only thing she can't do is produce. I need you to hear me and I need you to hear me clearly. God told me to tell, I don't know where you are in the room, but God told me to tell you this is going to be a year of open wombs. That those of you who have been having difficulty with pregnancy, God said this year will not end without a baby coming forth out of your womb. I don't know where you are, but y'all looking at me crazy. I'm not talking to you, but I'm telling you by December 31st, I am going to be baptizing your newborn baby. By December 31st, you're going to have to decorate that bedroom. By December 31st, there's going to be a car seat in the back of your car. By December 31st, there's going to be a walkie-talkie in the master bedroom. I don't know where you are, but this is a year of open wombs. And I don't know where the woman is in this room that is believing God for a birth. 
but God said if you are in this room I need you to come touch this altar that you are coming in faith that by December 31st that whatever it is that you've been praying for it is coming to pass the devil is a lie watch God open it when you get to this altar I want you to stay right there somebody bring me the oil stay right there God says I'm opening up wombs I want you to lift out that hand towards heaven and believe that God is going to do it come on quickly sir I said he's going to open up wombs hallelujah I dare somebody to open up your mouth and cry out under God extend that hand I believe by faith that wombs are being opened I declare it by faith that God is going to give you the desires of your heart what the doctor didn't even think was possible God is going to do it for you I can't hear any worshipers in this place let God arise let my enemies be scattered God is opening up wombs I need to hear the cry of grandmothers I need to hear the cry of those that believe that God can do anything but fail I can't hear anybody I need you to trust God by faith that God is going to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what you can think what you can dream and what you can imagine I need to hear somebody open up your mouth and cry out under God that God is able to do it it's a season of open wombs if I've already touched your hand go back to your seat that next group come forward hallelujah somebody just shout out open wombs hallelujah babies are coming babies are coming y'all ain't crying I said babies are coming hallelujah I need you crying out loud stop picking out the name I feel twins in the building hallelujah the baby boy your husband wants is on the way open wombs I can't hear you come on open wombs are coming come on you ain't gonna miscarry this time you gonna carry it to full turn I can't hear any worshipers I said open wombs I don't care what runs in your family I don't care what the doctor said but I need somebody to shout out loud open wombs are coming I can't stand spectators I need to sound the worshipers I said open wombs are coming if he did it for Elizabeth he's getting ready to do it for you I need a shout of victory in this room open wombs are coming hallelujah I need a cry right through here open up your mouth I said open up your mouth I said open up your mouth open wombs are coming hallelujah come on come on open wombs are coming hallelujah I said open wombs come on open wombs are coming open wombs are coming hallelujah I just heard the Holy Ghost God said not only am I opening up wombs but I'm getting ready to close down prostate hallelujah if I got men in here with enlarged prostate God said I'm shrinking it back to size I need men to come right now if your cells have been high 
If you've been right on the spectrum of danger, God said you are not going to be filled with cancer. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. I got too many spectators, but if I can get 15 worshipers, I said cry out loud. Hey, hey, hey. Cry out loud. Where are my worshipers? He said if I could do it for that old woman in the Bible, what makes you think I won't do it for a wife at Newburgh? He's healing prostate. I need a scream right to here. God said if you holler, I'm canceling funerals. If you open up your mouth, there'll be no need for dialysis. God said I'm opening wounds and shrinking prostate. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I feel glory coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I speak cancer free over your body, sir. I release the anointing of Hezekiah. I'm waiting on a scream in here. He just added 15 years to your life. You shall not die, but you shall live to see the glory of God. If there's anybody in this room that believes your entire family is gonna be cancer free, I need you to shout out loud like God is in the healing business. Bless his name. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. You may be seated. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I speak life. You may be seated. I speak life. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I speak life. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. I speak to the spirit of cancer. I can't hear any screamers right here. I speak to the spirit of cancer. At the count of three, when there is a scream in this room, the spirit of cancer is running out of your family. It's running out of your bloodline. It's running out of your mama. It's running out of your house. When I count to three, I need you to scream like you will be cancer free for the rest of your life. One, two, three. seated she's been faithful but her womb is shut and God's got to open up her womb and Elizabeth has got to be asking the question what about me 
I was praying while other people were partying. I was fasting while other people was eating. I didn't mind serving in a society that is selfish. I spoke to them when they deserved the silent treatment. I volunteered in places where I was dishonored. I did it right and they still treated me like I was in the wrong. I did all of that and one day I'm sitting up in my bed so says Elizabeth and I'm scrolling through Facebook while I'm scrolling through Facebook I gotta stop because I saw a post that didn't make sense my 14 year old little cousin Mary is pregnant and she ain't even married yet Mary ain't never been at the prayer lock-in. As a matter of fact, while we were praying, Mary was at home. She with a man that I ain't never seen at church. And here my husband is serving. What about me? I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I feel like I'm talking to somebody. You ain't got to look at me. Don't look at your neighbor. Would you just look up at God and say, what about me? All of us have had to bellow that question. Somebody in the back, would you just shout out loud, what about me? I'm tired of window shopping on Zillow. What about me? I'm tired of having a table for one at Uber Eats. What about me? I'm sick of holding my breath on Tuesday trying to keep it together until the direct deposit hits on Friday. What about me? Being a caregiver when the rest of the family act like they don't care. What about me? I'm suffering in silence because you don't want to be an inconvenience. What about me? I have no medical training. But I got to do open heart surgery on myself so I don't become bitter and folk don't know that I'm really broken and hurt. What about me? They ruin my life and then go on as if nothing has happened and here I am picking up the pieces and I'm the one that loves you. What about me? What about me? And God told me to tell those of you who have ears to hear that in 2023, you will not have to ask that question. I don't know who's going to shout about it. I don't know who's going to run for it. I don't know who's going to jump. But God told me to tell those of you that can hear my voice that this year, I need y'all to scream about it, this year is all about you. 
God, did y'all hear what I just said? You done gave your last for ungrateful Negroes. This year is about you. She's crying. What about me? And she don't even know that it's already inside of her. Last year, 2022, she said, what about me? But next year, 2023, her declaration was, it's all about me. I need somebody to shout out loud, it's all about me. It's all about me in 2023. I'm changing careers. I'm stepping into a different field and I don't need your permission. Somebody shout, it's all about me. I'm throwing myself a party and nobody is invited. I'm turning off my phone, changing my number and turning on my imagination. I will make a U-turn in the middle of the street if I feel like this ain't going nowhere. It's all about me. I'm not sneaking bags in my own house. I'm walking through the front door because I work hard and I deserve it. I'm going to explore every opportunity. I'm not going to let you eat off my plate if you don't help me buy groceries. I'm not doing no more favors. I'm doing business. It's all about me. If people didn't like the old me, they about to be sick of me. I am not going to be selfish, but I'm going to put myself first. You'll know about it after I finish it. I should have never told you my dream in the first place, but starting tonight, it's all about me. I am no longer apologizing for what you should be sorry for. I'm giving everybody three rules for 2023. Hold up three fingers. These are your three rules for 2023. If you're going to be in my space, rule number one, stay out of my business. Rule number two, stay out of my face. Rule number three, stay in your lane. I need those of y'all that know this is my year that I gotta take care of me. I need you to do me a favor. Would you be seated? Please, would you be seated? Please, would you be seated? At the risk of looking crazy, would you just talk to yourself and say, it's all about me this year. It's all about me this year. My problem is I am a giver and I'm surrounded by takers. But this year is all about me. When I give God this next shout, it ain't for my kids, it ain't for my best friend, it ain't for the pastor. I 
need something from me, if you need something from God, would you go for yourself and shout like I need this for me? I'm screaming for me. I'm dancing for me. I'm running for me. I'm yelling. Take your neighbor by the hand. Take your neighbor by the hand. Whether you're at the altar or in your pew. I need you to take your neighbor by the hand. Hallelujah. Take your neighbor by the hand, please, sir. It's all about me. Hallelujah. My cutoff game is second to none. It's all about me. Why you ain't bring me nothing to eat? That ain't my job. I can't hear no, if you like it, put a ring on it. It's all about me. I don't know where y'all are, but you got one minute until you step into the year of you. I need you to get in your mind what you've been waiting for God to do for you. And God said, watch what happens when the clock strikes 12. I'm getting ready to blow your mind with what nobody else could ever take away from you. Would you pull on that neighbor and tell him this ain't for you? It's all about me. Would you look at him and tell him I don't usually shout like this, but I spent so much of my life thinking about other people that I forgot to take care of me. But this year, I'ma do some self-care. This year, I'ma do what's best for me. When I count to three, I want you to shout like this is the year for me. One, two, three. It's my year. It's my year. It's the year for me. Babies are gonna be born. Houses are gonna be born. Businesses are gonna be planted. It's the year. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running. Chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.